We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome. To the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 Players Championship. First two rounds recap weekend picks live. Jeff Feinberg is in studio with me right now. We just finished our live cut sweat show. We thought we would do a recap. And what are you doing on your phone over there? Huh? Getting live lines up. Oh, what do you got? I'm just looking at the board. From so DraftKingsSportsBook.com. So I can join the conversation. Excellent news, but it's not only going to be the two of us here. Paul is behind the glass, who he was telling me before the show, just like last week. His mom is becoming more and more infatuated with Bryson as the weeks go along. <laughs> Loves Bryson, because who doesn't love Bryson at this point? Uh, also, I'll be using the stats from FantasyNational.com. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo will get you a discount. You get the monthly today. It will bring you through the Masters. I believe as of today, it'll bring you through. You can get like the first two things of the next week for the Heritage, my personal favorite tournament of the year. But all the live stat boards are uploaded. If you're fucked for the week on DraftKings or betting, get back in the game with Fantasy National. Generate some lineups for weekend or showdown the fourth man on the broadcast as he was for the cut sweat show it is a tim undercast that's not my name but i heard it was i heard it wasn't i from people reliable sources i heard from a source publicly that sergio was definitely going to be the leader after the second round yeah that that source was wrong but i am back on the horse i think sergio was plus is nine to one to win this tournament. That would be my favorite bet on the board. Also, I heard that Matthew Fitzpatrick was going to be winning by at least three strokes. That did not come to pass either. Listen, you know, when you make as many predictions as I do, mm-hmm. even though I get most of them right, I get a few wrong. Okay, well, let's look at the betting board at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Outright winning bets only listed, I'm sure, because the second round hasn't concluded yet. There's still guys on the course that will have to go out. So anyone who played the the Ander Curse Parlay at 30-1 to 1 to miss the cut, Rory, Cam, Davis, and Hideki Matsuyama, you won't get paid until tomorrow. 
because the round won't officially end until tomorrow morning. So the cut line won't officially be established until tomorrow morning, but the cut line is even. And uh, we had some fun sweating the cup. But Bryson is the betting favorite along with Matthew Fitzpatrick right now at 5-1 to one on DraftKings Sportsbook. Tim's guy, Lee Westwood, 6-1. to one. Sergio is 9-1. to one. Sungjae, 10. Rom, 11. Chris Kirk, 12-1. to one. Then it's into Brian Harmon at 20. Hoffman and Casey, both at 25-1. to one. The Gim Reaper, 33-1. to one. DJ's at 40. Denny McCarthy, oh, hi, Denny. 45 to 1, so is Justin Thomas. Day Fratelli, Will Zelatoris, all 50 to 1. Then you have Connors, The Gooch, Patrick Reed at 66, Berger and Kazire at 80 to 1. Bezaden Hout, Kokrak, Hoagie, Lowry, see, woo, Kim, Spieth, and Abraham Answer at 100 to 1. That's where I'm going to start. If you're, I have him from free tournament, I actually re upped on him at 125 to 1 earlier today. Of the players in the field right now who have made the cut, if we're going to search on Abraham answer. He's striking the shit out of it. 2.1 strokes gained off the tee, 3.8 strikes, strokes gained on approach, two strokes gained around the green, minus 4.1 on the greens. He's two under right now, and this isn't to say that it's going to flip for him and all of a sudden he's going to start making some putts, but I threw it out on Twitter earlier today that this is very reminiscent of Siwoo's first two rounds the year that he won, that he could not putt for shit the first two rounds. And then on the weekend, he did. The ball striking actually regressed a little bit, but he got fire with the putter. So if he can just keep up what he's doing right now in the ball striking department, and like, look, he lost four point strokes, 4.1 strokes on the green through two rounds. So if he just putted field average, he'd be at six under right now. And he'd be well within this mix. And let's say over the course, let's just say it kind of flips on the weekend. Not to say that he gains four on the weekend. Let's say he gains three strokes in the next two rounds. 1.5 per round. Everything stays the same. He's going to be very much in this. And you can get him at 100 or 125 to one right now. I think if you're trying to get in on the action because everything has gone kaput for you, that's a decent starting point for like a long shot that doesn't take a lot of money to get into. I totally agree. Uh, the stats show he is striping the ball and cannot make a putt. You can hope that change. There's a lot of talk pre-tournament as to answer being a live play in that 80 to 1 area. I do find it funny on DraftKings, you can still bet guys who have missed the cut. Oh, yeah. You got you to leave those out there for suckers. <laughs> yeah. Can you bet Rory? You can bet Max Homa. Um, there's a couple guys who just missed uh, the cut. And I literally just watched Scott Brown go from 300 to 125 to 1. I guess they realize that he's got a 9-footer for birdie on his on the eighth hole and then he gets to play a par five to finish in a perfect world he finishes at five under i still wouldn't want money on scott brown this weekend that's probably fair <laughs> so your tee to green leaders through two rounds chris kirk has gained 9.9 strokes tee to green he's lost over a stroke putting i am this I, week I, as i said he's at seven under multiple, like he's live multiple parts of my content pat was a was a love letter to chris kirk this week so i'd love to see him pull it off although the stats would indicate that he's probably a play he's probably like a DraftKings weekend play i don't know how comfortable i would be betting him live at 12 to 1 right no but chris kirk has been in great form this year chris kirk is a form player like he is a form player who keeps his form and, and and rides it, and he is he is stripe showing that that ball, and he's making some putts. Well, is he not? 
Who, Kirk? Yeah. No, he's not making any putts. That's the whole thing. Well, he made a clutch one on his second last hole for me, I guess. But I guess it did cost me money because it caused me to bet him to lead the round. I think he's incredibly live here. Uh, he lost he, he lost a stroke putting today, and he had the round of the day. Well, he holed out. Did he make two eagles? I, I don't have that in front of me, no. I don't. He holed out on 10, and a lot of guys are making bogey there. So he literally made him made two... A two and a half strokes on the field, or so, close to two strokes on it. Here's the way I would look at it from a betting perspective. Kirk leads T to Green with nine and a half strokes gained. The guy in second has 8.6 strokes gained T to Green, also losing with his putter so far this week. It's the Gim Reaper, and he's three times the odds of Chris Kirk, and he's one shot back. I don't think that either of them win, but I think that Gim prevents, presents a lot more value than Chris Kirk does going into the weekend, just based on the way that they're both striping it right now. So, Tim, you say you like Sergio still? Yeah, I mean, to lay down, I don't do that anymore, to, to plant a flag, I would pick Westwood, Fitzpatrick, and Garcia. I'd bet all three. I'm guaranteed a winner out of that is going to grab all three, and whoever wins, wins. I feel very confident about that. So make three bets. Talking at, to the mic. Make three bets at, what, five and a half to one and a nine to so one? So what? I actually don't care because if they because they're going to win one of those three you're going to win. I'm going to it's a plus EV move so, because you are going to recoup more than three to one on no matter who one of those three wins and one of those three is going to win in my opinion. Garcia today hit the ball beautifully, could not putt to save his life. Uh, you wouldn't take Bryson to, like you're you saying would, you, the big three guys. So the betting favorite is not the guy that you would take. You would take the next three guys and they, they are most the definitely favorite. Taking the co favorite and uh, Westwood and Garcia, yes. Who do you like from down this list? Like, if you had to jump in right now, super uh, down the list, Denny McCarthy looks live. Oh my god! All right, Jeff, how about you? I I agree with the answer call, and I've seen some beautiful numbers on Berger and Reed. I I think that two to one range. Sorry, that two under range. Um, there are a couple guys in that range that are live to me to have the Chris Kirk round tomorrow. Is one of them Siwoo Kim at a hundred to one? Absolutely. You can still bet Max Homa at 175 to one. Yeah, I say he's, he missed. Um, you can bet Morikawa at 150. Both guys did not end up qualifying for the weekend, by the way. They have. Yeah. We talked about Brian Harmon for like three hours. Is he just dead? Does Does anyone think that Brian Harmon is going to win this event? No, but that doesn't mean he can't. No, I mean that that's an absolute fair point. Uh, we just at, didn't talk about him the whole cut sweat show, and I don't think we've talked about him on this. We know we haven't talked about him on this show. So he's just—he's doing Brian Herman things. He's making like every putt from inside 15 feet, and then he's like chipping in at the same time. Like it just feels really like for the week he's lost almost two strokes on approach. Like that's that's tough. Like only Webb has been able to figure that out. But Webb got so far out in front of everyone the year that he won that he was really the only outlier to pull that off. I bet you the stats show that Casey putted quite well today. Uh, yes, he putted much better than he did yesterday. Because just based on his late big par saves, one of which he started off the green, so it would only count as a one putt that was a big par save that would have gone directly into his strokes game putting bank. Yes, he gained 3.1 strokes putting yeah. today. Well on the green. And 2.3 on approach. He may be the approach leader through two rounds. So I, I, I'm a KC sucker. He's going to cost me money, but I'll be there this weekend rooting for him. The strokes gained approach leaders, top five through two rounds. Bryson is actually number one at 
Yeah. yeah. Well uncomfortable. Yeah. He hasn't. It's funny because Bryson has gained more strokes on approach than he has on driving, putting, and around the green combined. He's 77th in driving uh, this week. Uh, Sergio is second. Kazire is. What were Kazire's odds? Was he five under or six under? He's five under. He's 80 to one? Huh. Like that feels like a relatively decent gamble, doesn't it? Rather than Kirk at 12, like they're two shots apart. Even Hoffman's a shot ahead of him. He's 25 to 1. You're not going to get me to be smirch Chris Kirk. Uh, Fratelli is up there as well, then Charlie Hoffman, then Chris Kirk, then the Gim Reaper. Shez Reavy, who I touted as a uh, sleeper this week. Let me see if I can figure out the, uh, the total number on this. Shez Reavy for the week, fifth in ball striking, missed the cut at plus four, lost. 6.1 strokes putting in two rounds. Impressive stuff, Shiz. Thanks. Thanks for showing up. Day is also another one who's just gaining tee to green and not dreaming. Can I make a slight emendation? We said Matt Morikawa missed the cut. He's at even. He's going to make... Oh, yeah, shit, weekend. that's right. I should know that as I was following it pretty intensely. For some reason, I feel like that blew up in my face. Somebody noted that in the chat, and so I uh, looked it up myself Pat's to verify smart, it is true. Smart idea. Of these three players... Which one, because, you know, they're always probably pretty popular with these sorts of numbers. Which one would you rather be a part of? Justin Thomas, 45 to 1. Well, I was just going to say Dustin at 40, Justin at 45, and I thought there was another. But no, I guess those are... Those are the two? Those are the two, and Rom shouldn't be included because he's significantly higher up on the board. Uh, I would probably go to JT. I just feel like if a 60, it's weird to say that about Dustin, but I feel like if one of these guys needs like the low round of the week to get back into this, right? They're both at minus one or minus two and minus one. Justin's at minus two. So if one of them shoots a 63 tomorrow, this feels like a course where JT shoots 63, not Dustin. So And and Dustin was on pace to do that on the front nine, but like he was kind of propped up by his putter today. And it got the best of him towards the end of the day. And I guess, I mean, of the other guys that are, at two under, Justin is half their odds. Because yeah, like, I Justin would Thomas. I would rather bet Reed at eighty than Thomas at forty, and well, they're at the same number. And like, what, just oh, get, but what about Berger? Probably rather Justin at forty. No, like I think I would just play the value on it because I mean, if, if let's say we're making well, the value one's answer at a hundred, right? But, but answer's lesser than than yeah, those guys. Yeah, yes, of course, he doesn't and, even have a North American win. Like the way that I would look at it is obviously JT is the best, but you're betting on these guys to win. And I know that Patrick Reed can win. So like but can he, Reed shoot six the sixty one that is neat that you like he would have to go like sixty five, sixty five, I feel. Yeah. What do we think actually let's talk about that? What do we think the winning score is going to be for What's, this tournament? Is there weather? It doesn't seem to be, no. It seems gonna be the same weather as it was this week, which can be really it, scoring conditions are optimal. Sixteen under? I was just about under? to say 16, uh, 16 under so would be my number. Let's try to route a path to sixteen under. So Westwood's at nine right now, he's the leader. So how do you get to 16 under if you're Justin Thomas or Patrick Reed? Sounds hard. You need to be 14. You need to go 65, 65. That's how you do it. I don't know if it gets, I mean, it's possible that it gets that low, but. You you would guess low. You would guess 12, 14. Oh, I'm just looking at the guys. The leader's already at nine. So yeah, like, yeah, but you got to you got to think that who are the leaders? Like Westwood, Fitzpatrick, Sergio, and Chris Kirk are the nine, eight, seven, seven. Fragile. Boy. I don't think that yeah. any of those guys are going to win. So Bryson's the real leader here, unless like Tim uh, just had three kicks at the can. He didn't pick. 
No, the, the way that I would look at it, like Bryson is at six, M is at six. Where's Rom? Rom's at four. Like those are the three guys that are up there that I think give the best challenge to this. Now, obviously, when it comes to like win equity and probability right now, like the Westwood Fitzpatrick's are definitely on better pace to do any of these things. But when I'm sitting there on Sunday and I'm thinking about it, I don't know. Maybe one of those guys ends up back in. Like Fitz has the game to do it. They all have the game to do it. Like I'd be surprised if it was Kirk or Gim. Put it that way. Not to say that they won't be there because we saw who was the guy who came second to Tiger that year? The Swedish guy, Peter Hansen. Peter Hansen. Is that who it was? Or Carl Peterson, but probably Peter Hansen. Robert Carlson, maybe, was the name. Anyway, we see these randos that the players always pop up. But if you yes. go back and look at the winners of the players, the they're all like guys, by and large. Like guys that you would think would end up winning a big tournament. Yeah. And this would be yep. a bit. No, that, that's true. So if we think that one of those guys wins, then maybe minus 12 is the number. And if minus 12 is the number, that's far more gettable for the minus twos and minus threes, isn't it? Well, if Bryson wins, it's not going to be minus 12. It's going to be like minus 16, right? Well, that's an outlier. Yeah, probably. No, I, I don't think but, so. I, I think I think Bryson can win at minus 12. Well, here's the thing, Pat. Like last week, I tried to give away a hat on Saturday night, and you had to guess who was going to win in their Sunday score. There were a lot of guesses for Bryson. No one guessed a, a, a one-under round, though, on, on Sunday. And that was the winning. That was the winning score. So you, you would have thought on Sunday morning, if Bryson only got to 11, he wasn't going to win last week. Worked out just fine. It was enough yeah, by one. Yeah, but that's because the conditions became unbearably difficult on Sunday. They could take this place up a notch. Yeah, they, they, they gave pretty generous pin positions today, it seemed like. after Yeah, exactly. After the ass whipping it handed out yesterday. Yeah, I, Listen, I, you guys are the experts. If you think it'll be 12 or 13, I'm not I'll, an expert. I'll, I'll follow you. I know. I mean, this, this could be 20 under. Like Westwood could go out and just run train on the weekend and get there. Like that's entirely that possible. Would be nice. I'm just feels trying like to... Sergio. Anyway, it feels like Sergio is is in the catbird seat. He was all over the lot and finished even par today. He played as badly as he could play, essentially giving away what he could, and he's still two strokes back. My worry is he'll do what he to did me, today again on Sunday when it matters. I don't think so. I think I, I think it's Sergio's tournament to lose personally. Listen, the guys you've earmarked, your Sergios, your Westwoods, I don't have money on them, but I promise you I could sit back on Sunday and enjoy watching them be be players champions. I'm looking forward to this weekend very much. We didn't get the runaway today that I was, you know, that that might have made it less entertaining. I think we are in for a firecracker weekend and I don't think I don't think that's a bold statement one bit. That's probably what everyone's expecting. The third round of the players championship will feature twosomes off the first tee starting at 7:55 a.m. Uh, through 2 p.m. is when the leaders are going to tee off tomorrow. So growing up cereal was one of the best parts about being a kid, but I had to give it up because being an adult and eating sugar-filled snacks is probably not the best move. doesn't make me feel good, put it that way. So I've been cutting down on carbs and sugar and trying to cut down on the unhealthy foods. And basically I realized couldn't really eat anything anymore. So that wasn't great. But with the new year, already into it and you start your resolutions a little bit later than normal we're all trying to eat better but a healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring magic spoon has amazing flavors that you love and with get this none of the bad stuff zero grams of sugar 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving and only 140 calories per serving it's keto friendly gluten-free 
grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Also, it's very good. Highly recommend some Magic Spoon. And we got some exciting news. Magic Spoon will be releasing two new amazing flavors this month for a limited time only. And we're talking about, get this, cookies and cream and maple waffle. Sounds terrific. And if that isn't the most comforting, indulgent combination, then I don't know what is. This is the ultimate treat-yourself combo. So make sure to get some while you can for a limited time. Or just build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are coca, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. If you're listening from Canada, Magic Spoon now ships there as well, along with the United States. And here's the move you want to do. I mean, you can do different things like mixing coca and peanut butter together because it tastes exactly like a peanut butter cup. But just get a whole bunch of the fruity stuff. The fruity Magic Spoon cereal is amazing. Highly recommend. When I first got it, I wish I had gotten eight boxes of it instead of just two because uh, I would have just plowed through that and eaten it for every meal. Could not recommend highly enough the fruity flavored Magic Spoon. So go to magicspoon.com slash mayo to grab the new limited edition cookies and cream, maple waffle, or a custom bundle of cereal to try today. And to be sure to use promo code mayo at checkout to save $5 off your order. This offer is good now anywhere in the U.S. or Canada, but only when you use our code MAYO at checkout. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash mayo and use the code mayo to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. There's no matchup bets available right now. We can talk about uh, DraftKings very briefly. Uh, if you want to get in on the weekend and try to find the players that, I mean, because it doesn't really matter for DraftKings weekend. It doesn't matter where the guys finish. It's the scores that they put up on the weekend. So if we look at overall tournament, we just go ball striking minus putting. Uh, I already said Abraham answer. He's bottom five in putting on the week for the guys who made the cut. And he's top five in ball striking. So like he's a play. Morikawa should get it back together a little bit, I would think. Like, I don't think he's entirely out of it because he's one of those guys that can shoot a 62 if the putter cooperates and the rest of his game just goes even. But just per the numbers, I think that he's due for a bounce back. Jason Day is definitely due for a bounce back. Charles Howell III, very sneakily, striking it well and can't putt. Tim, that's a guy you'd like. I certainly do. I always have. The, so, I tr- have tr- tragic affinity for golfers who struggle on the greens. Uh, and uh, I don't know why it's, I, it's torturous. How's Kokrak been striking it? Because it seemed like he's been been um, good, been Kok- quite handsome. Kok- Kokrak's just been kind of level across the board all week. He's making a few putts. The driving's been really good. The approach has been good. Nothing like exemplary, but he's been fine. Will Spieth, do you think be popular showdown? He's a Saturday wizard, Pat. I think <laughs> I would. I think I would play him in Saturday showdown because he'll be priced right because he's even. Yeah. And going off early? Going off early. Go out and make some putts, man. Yeah. Have yourself a day. How did he do in round two just overall? Two over, I think. No, no. I mean, just like in terms of his numbers, because he actually gained off the tee again today. Wow. And like he Listen. Here, okay, here's it's a. It's going to match one week. Here man. is the ant. This is why I'm encouraged for the long term of speed, Tim. And I know that you aren't. But today, in like he, he finished it even, so he made the cut, made that seven footer on 18 to make it. He gained 0.5 off the tee, 0.9 on approach. 
He lost a stroke and a half around the greens and two strokes on the greens. That wow. is like the anti-speed round. As yeah, a, but a, that's also like, I don't know, uh, regression. No, it isn't. No, it's, it's the drug. No, 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 it's not. But it's not, it's, not a, it's not regression. What I'm saying is that if he can keep up these like marginal gains exactly. with the ball striking, yes. the, the regression part is the chipping and the putting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's probably too far back. It. Is it because you don't understand the concept or you're just new? No, I understand the concept. I just don't see him putting it all together for four rounds. I think it's highly unlikely. The funny thing is seen he, the best of him. He you're can see get so hot, Pat, he doesn't have to put it together for four rounds. He can just hold the fort for one or two rounds, but have it for two rounds. If that, like, Yeah, but it's His not. His best it, crack is Augusta. And if he doesn't win there, he has no chance to win anywhere else. Colonial? Yeah, Colonial, Valspar, places no, he's already won. No, he's not going to win there. It's not good enough anymore to win those tracks. <laughs> but he can enough. win the Masters. He's not good enough Because to Augusta win. has no rough. Because he can miss ridiculously at Augusta and still have a have a crack at it, right? That's I, why he's good there in, in a sense. I'll, I'll give there, you, there's no rough. I got a place for you. Match play in two weeks. He's in. It's a Pete Dye course. You can kind of spray it all around all you want. Texas? It's in Texas. Start making your putts. Okay, and, and you know it won't cripple him there in eight. That's why. No, I, that's that's why, Tim. I hate to tell you, but he's on that Ryder Cup team. Oh, probably. He's got he probably with, is. with, with the with the, uh, with the unfortunate Tiger incident. He now becomes that spot that I thought wasn't going to be. He was going to miss because they would just demand Tiger, but they're not going to take. I don't want to disrespect anybody, but Jordan's going to get on that spot, and he's the perfect uh, two-ball player. He, I, or, or no, um, be, best ball player. I mean, I don't think that this version of Jordan Spieth works super well at Whistling Straits. I could be wrong Okay, you're right. About the course that. fit Don't want him an alternate ideal. shot, that's for sure. And, well, you can bench him for that if you want. Yeah, it's yeah, like he, what they would do with Phil. Uh, the, the biggest thing that I would watch out for now is that he needs to keep playing well. Because if he, let's say, peaks, so let's say he wins the Valspar or something like that, then he shit for two months again? Like he's not on the team. Oh, I agree. We're not at September yet, and he hasn't even won yet. He's got to keep this form. But right now... A month ago, I didn't think he was the 12th man, like, was on it. Today, if I made the team, he's on it. The odds just adjusted. Westwood is now a co-favorite, too. There's been, been some live action at DK Sportsbook. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen it highlight a couple of times with some changes. And Dan, well, I bet you there's a lot of people who saw Westwood good last week. And you like, oh, well, he almost won last week. I'm getting him on. I'm getting on him this week. He's he's gonna yeah, pull through. I guarantee you. That's the thought process. You like Kazire? I think said? The, I think the numbers point to Kazire. Yeah. At what odd? Eight, it's eighty to one. Yeah, okay. He has the same odds as all the minus two guys, and he's minus five. And by the numbers, like if he starts making some putts, all of a sudden he could be in this. What is? And let's not forget, guys. What a two-time tour winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Day's number? I mean, score. I see he's fifty to one. Three or four under. Fifty-five to one now. Uh, Jason Day is three under. And Zalatoris is three. I'd rather bet Zalatoris than Day. Is that crazy? I actually am kind of with you, but remember, as we found out, that Zalatoris is ander cursed. Uh, <laughs> Tim, can you McCarthy bail on Zalatoris? What? Sorry? McCarthy just went to 40 to one. He was 45. He's gotten shorter. People must have heard you. He must have heard you. You <laughs> like Denny. And I like Lee. All the people, I'm moving the number. Tim, market influencer, Tim. <laughs> he's, the, uh, he's the Doug the Pug of the betting circuit. Yeah, okay. And yeah, Zalatoris was my third pick, and I'd love to be able to take another victory lap, so that'd be great. I'd love to, for you to take it, friendo. A big game hunter. 
I hit this tournament two years in a row. It wouldn't Is he be, it, counting Hideki last year? Yeah, I'm taking it. <laughs> That's pathetic. That is yeah. pathetic. Oh, come on. Hey, I want this that is, There was one round. In a row. Taking it. It's that's no. Cool. It's Hideki that's, winning that's the players last year after one round is like all those goobers who attacked me on Twitter last week when they there's like Rory can't lose last week. Rory's leading after round one. There's no way anyone could possibly catch him. It's just that Rory had his good Rory round on Thursday. Yeah. Web, Web was three. I was like Tim didn't hit the Web Simpson. He's taking last year's round one Hideki and marking it as a victory in his schedule. Yes. In his journal. Yeah, he's marking it down. His big game, Hunter, the last time that he... Uh, what was the one you actually won? You Rory. Won? He hit Rory here. Rory at the players. Yeah. That, that was your was, one win in he, a big tournament and, ever? And, and, yeah. And I hit Dustin the week before at the WGC or two weeks before at the WGC. Paul? In Mexico. I mean, I feel like you have Duff? to be able to cash the actual ticket to get any sort of credit. <laughs> yeah. This is erroneous. This is no, ridiculous. No, no, I'm making the picks. Let I'm him, not, I'm interested in credit. That's what I'm here for. Let them know in the currency. chat, people, that's if Tim's currency. allowed to take credit for Hideki last year. Not that's the crypto, coin of the realm here. Not crypto, but credit. Well, Tim's just all yeah. Tim's only buying crypto punks. Crypto cyberpunks. He would probably I don't know what those are. One didn't one sell for seven million bucks. I thought, I thought it sold for sixty three million bucks. I, the world is Pretty interesting. I thought it was sixty nine four twenty. Is that actually what it sold I for? I think it was sixty nine, like sixty nine four twenty, as the joke. But it, it wasn't a joke. It actually sold for that. No, I know it actually sold for <laughs> that. But it was a joke in the sense that they made that price. All right, so guys from down the list, you could play on the weekend if you're playing like multiple lineups or even trying to look for like fillers on DraftKings. Piercy's playing really well in camp putt. Howell is playing really well in camp putt. Morikawa has the good ball striking numbers and he can't make a putt to save his life. But that's for the entire week right now. If we just look at round two in particular of guys who got through uh, and we just kind of do the reverse on that, look at ball striking from today. And I wouldn't want like Chris Kirk gained almost six strokes ball striking. That's going to be impossible for him to repeat. I agree, but I'm telling you him in his last like 16 rounds, Pat, 20 rounds. There have been a lot of insanely good... Um, then, then it usually normalizes. But he, has, he is a king of a hot round. I agree, but he's also a form player. He keeps his form. He keeps his form. Where's Varner? Oh, he didn't have a good day. Did Varner make the cut? Yeah, he's one under. Just trying to look Adam at Adam Scott... You know who had a good day and still couldn't make a putt? We were watching him. They showed him on the broadcast. The glove. The glove gained almost three <laughs> strokes on approach, 1.7 off the tee, and lost two putting. Now, there's a guy who can't putt. You, that's why you like him, Tim? I, I like Glover, too, yes. Ever since he won that U.S. Open at Bethpage Black, I, I liked him. Does he fit your theory that if he's in contention, he can most definitely win because he's won a major before? Well, he's not quite like Jason Duffner, for example. I, I think he is a little better of a player. Uh, would I be more comfortable with him than, I don't know, Doug Gim? Yes, I would be, for example. I think I'd take the Gim Reaper in this one. See, I, I, I would not. Gim's good. Hey, Matt Jones made I, the cut. I, he may very well be, but I think, yeah, I, I think Glover is also good. You know who I think I like for Weekend Showdown? Who? Billy Ho. Because he just got in? Got in. I almost picked him this week. 
even though he's crazy. But I think going off early from the bottom of the board, I think he's gonna. I yeah. I would Maybe, recommend fading Phil. Tell me this. He stats. got in. He got in, but what, Phil's what, gonna blow up Saturday or Sunday. I see a big round coming from him in terms of like. 76 77 70 roster roster phil well it's funny not roster Roster phil Phil. it's really funny because even if you look at phil's scorecard today i think he actually did really well drafting scoring because he kept making triples but then birdie 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 yeah but he's he's making enough birdies to make himself DraftKings viable like he will outscore this from nelson adcock there are more one of six lineups this week than six of six lineups wowzers it's amazing how Bad we are at picking DraftKings players. Yeah, like how hard it really is, but I love doing it. I love doing it. So the numbers for I'm addicted to setting bad bad, bad lineups. lineups. Yeah, yeah, I have a problem. I, I love can it. appreciate that. I have my own addictions. I yeah, you scratch offs. No, we discussed it on oh, the yeah. Cut Sweat Show that he's he's addicted to virtual roll up the rim where he can't lose. How many, I had to get one during our break. How many DCs have you had? Today? I heard. I knew you were somewhere zero. Because you, you got in right on the buzzer. You're usually, that's uh, not like you. So we'll try to wrap this up. The six of six percentage for the Players' Championship is somewhere in each contest, outside of the $5 double up, uh, where that's like 6%. Every other contest, uh, two and a half to 3% six of sixes. And even the five of six right now is 15%, almost across the board. So if you have a good five of six, I'm not saying you're going to like win a million bucks, but like you can cash pretty highly in a tournament here. A good four of six where you have the winner and maybe like the guy in third, that could probably win some bucks too. My buddy just showed me an insane six of six that he has. I think my main lineup this week is a one of six after Kevin Dunn withdrew. <laughs> it might be a zero of six. Although I think we're now Morikawa made the cut, so that was good. Not great. Oh, Patrick Reed's been bet down to 70. Oh, they haven't updated the cuts yet because the round isn't done, so it looks like all my teams have six of six. They don't. I'm in, like, last place but, in this tournament. Yeah, but Showdown will be up. Oh, yeah, Showdown will be up. You can just roster someone who might miss the cut. That's on you. One. Yeah, I have a one of six on my main lineup. That's impressive stuff. Thanks, Xander. I picked the wrong one. Whatever. See, I have one in the money in the Millionaire Maker. That's an interesting strategy for Showdown. If you have somebody oh, who I has- have a six of six in the Millionaire Maker. I, d- I did not think that I would have a six of six lineup. Morikawa, Reed, Casey, M, Answer, and Ryan Palmer. Ryan <laughs> Palmer. I'm thinking of a very popular lineup that that killed me that I did a lot, Pat. And it was Cantley. I had a lot of Cantley. Finau, Fleetwood, okay. Hatton. <laughs> and then we go down like I, Chris Kirk's on it, sure, but it um that's I got a lot of those. I got a lot of those. Wow. Oh, I got I got ravaged in DraftKings. I'm not a lot of people did, but I got like ravaged. <laughs> yeah, it's not great news. Maybe we can try to win a bet. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, someone in the chat did point out. Very happy to see that Glover has recovered from his PTSD of being at Sawgrass. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, if you got a six to six this week, like you're actually live to win the entire thing. No matter who it is you have on your roster, because stuff flips so much at this tournament that just having the six through is huge. Because so what do you want me to do? You want me to wish you bad luck on your six of six or what? Well, it's not it's not a good six of six, so I mean it can't be really wished any worse luck at this point. So 
Yes, wish me the worst luck. I know, I'm just saying that for people out there that you don't need to necessarily be having Fitzpatrick and Westwood and Sergio. Like, those guys could all shoot 77 tomorrow or something. And then, like, there's brand new people at the top because someone like, let's say Ryan Palmer shoots the 63. Not crazy. (laughs) I don't mind Palmer tomorrow. (laughs) For a showdown, I don't mind Palmer one bit. What were, what are, (laughs) Jesus. Ryan Palmer. Ryan Palmer is currently 125 to one. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm wearing Jim's cough right now. By the way, see. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just all over you. I feel like I was just in the front row at SeaWorld or something. <laughs> Ryan Palmer. Knee slapper. <laughs> knee slapper. <laughs> Here's the situation that I'm going to lay out for you tomorrow. <laughs> Can't breathe. <laughs> I'm laughing so loudly. Okay. So Ryan Palmer is going to be on 18 tomorrow, Tim, on the NBC broadcast. He's going to have 13 feet for a birdie. He's going to make it. Then it's going to go. God, he's dying. I'm having trouble breathing. Sorry. Oh, you know what we can market? Tickle me, cast. I'll go on mute. Someone in the chat wants to know how your Justin Herbert vitamin stock is doing, Jeff. Uh, you know, the entire market's taking a bit of a dip. By the dip. By so the dip. I haven't checked it out in a few. It's a long-term thing, so I honestly haven't checked out, but it's been going down a bit. This is the best comment yet. I literally just turned this on. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that should do it for us. Abraham answer. Let's go. Abe, uh, let's pick a winner. Like a, no, no bet. Just who do you think is going to win the Players Championship? Uh, Bryson. I think Rom is going to win. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Sergio. So Sergio, Bryson, and Rom. If like you're to make a pick that isn't Bryson, because that kind of feels like cheating at this moment. No, it's in not. Life. You can say that you think that Bryson's going to win. From the bet, I agree with the answer. Burger Reed, like that eighty to one. Like take your ga- like if you're gonna. Like gamble, gamble down there, and give yeah. yourself. Like, hopefully, one of those three guys can get into it. Then all of a sudden, you're sitting pretty. Just out of curiosity, what do they got Casey at like 25 to do? Uh, he's down to 22 now. Actually, that's two. I'm not yeah, betting Casey at 22. Bet he's the same number as Brian Herman, <laughs> Tim's guy. Or is that Denny McCarthy? <laughs> I like Denny McCarthy, although I like Brian Herman because he's a lefty. And we got to see the Scottish Tim Andercast on the on the broadcast, being all pissed off. 
So yeah, I think uh, if you had like, I don't know, what, what's if you had fifty bucks to invest right now, instead of betting like fifty bucks on, I guess fifty bucks on Rom would be fine at twelve to one. But I think I would like divvy that money up and go like ten on, ten on Reed, ten on Burger, ten on Kazire, ten on C, woo, and ten on Answer. I think that's the way that I would divvy up my money and hope that one or two of those five guys can fight their way back into it, and then you still win like double what the. Oh, Jesus Christ, Tim! Get yourself checked out. You gotta be okay there. I'm fine. When you get the vaccine, um, maybe you should get some other vaccines while you're at it. Your emphysema vaccine i'm fine you don't sound fine i was just a little congested there i was having a little bit of trouble breathing i was laughing so hard not great not great tim oh, anyway i think that'll do it for us any final thoughts jeffrey no i can't wait though it's gonna be a, a fantastic weekend i would love to see chris kirk i'd also cry for westwood Westwood or Kirk that feels like something that up. will happen to Westwood that he'll be winning going on Sunday into 17 triple rinse it very <laughs> very possible but again there's this like affinity and I understand why uh and for good reason for everyone in the world to want to see Jordan Spieth return outside of Tim I was gonna say not me but I but in this like hyper niche hardo golf community Chris Kirk would be almost as good of a story. I think it's just because you have money on him. No one really cares about Chris Kirk. No, the guy was a drunk, man. And he was on his last start a major medical. I mean, why isn't... If if we reverse the situation, I see no real difference between the way that Kirk is playing and the way that, like Cameron Tringali is playing right now. So if we yeah, put Cameron fair. Tringali... In, Cameron Tringali didn't have to overcome being a drunk. Well, whose fault is that? It's not Cameron Tringali's fault. I'm just it's saying, it's guys a, with career. It would be a great story. It would be a great story. Speed is getting all the attention, but there is another resurgence happening at the moment, week in, week out, and it's Chris Kirk, and I'm here for it. All right. Good luck to you and Chris Kirk. Thank you, Paul, behind the camera, and of course, thanks for the gigs, Tim Andercust. That's not my name. That's the most I've laughed in a while. <laughs> Sorry, but that derailed that. It's like a workout for you. It really is. <laughs> those abductors and those adductors, whichever is which, uh, one of them got worked out. Tim is actually just suffering from the Spanish flu right now. He's an old-timey guy, so he's just catching up. <laughs> Someone told him that the vaccine was more cigs, so that's what he's trying to pound into himself. <laughs> you want to get into a draw for 100 bucks? It'll take you like 30 seconds. Hit the description of this video. Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets. Leave a five-star review with your Twitter handle or email underneath that on Apple Podcasts. Jeff and I will give you 100 bucks if we pull your name from the hat on Monday's show, so please... Help out Mayo Media Network and go do that. Hit the subscribe button and follow the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. If this is just, you know, you don't want to be watching YouTube live all the time. Sometimes you like to put in your wireless headphones, turn on your phone, go for a walk at Pat Mayo and Jeff Feinberg into your ear. All right. Thank you all for watching. Enjoy the weekend at the players. I'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.